Hello? Can you hear me? Happy Bicycle Day and welcome to Charlotte Dune's Lagoon. I'm Charlotte Dune, author of the Psychedelic Love series, which you see behind you. I'm talking today about things I never want to forget about LSD. And I think today's a good day for it because it's Bicycle Day, which is April 19th and the day we commemorate the bicycle ride Albert Hoffman, the inventor of LSD, took when he was tripping balls upon first discovering the substance and he really didn't know what was going on. Um, so that's one thing to never forget is that experimenting leads to magical new discoveries. I'm also here because I was supposed to interview and do a podcast recording today with journalist Callie Holloway, who wrote about the secret Black history of LSD and the experiments done to African Americans in the 50s at the hands of the CIA. I think this is a fascinating and a very interesting topic. I highly recommend checking out her article in The Nation on this, which I'll link in the comments or in the body of the Substack post. And as a reminder, you can follow me on Substack charlottedune.substack.com or visit charlottedune.com uh, to learn more about me and to join my community. Um, so the secret Black history of LSD and the CIA. And unfortunately, I think Kelly has uh, if we've had a miscommunication or she's un unable to come as she didn't come today for our scheduled time, but I still wanted to use this time to talk to you about this subject because I think it's worth never forgetting also. Um, so in the 1950s, beginning in 1953 and going all the way to 1960, uh, MK Ultra, Operation MK Ultra took place where the CIA dosed people with LSD uh, and studied them, basically tortured them, some of them, especially the African-American ones, to determine if LSD could be a truth serum, if it could make people forget their memories, if it could make people lose the ability to talk, um, if they would lose the ability to feel pain. They did tons of experiments. And what the piece that Kelly wrote reveals, which is based on a lot on a study done by Ottawa University, is that the CIA took Black men from prisons, especially Black men convicted of drug crimes and going through drug addiction and withdrawal, and they offered them heroin and morphine in exchange for their time participating in these LSD studies. They didn't really tell them what they were taking. In fact, they didn't tell them at all what they were taking. Some of them were subjected to two or three times the normal dose of LSD, in a hospital ward, and they basically tried to induce psychosis. Um, one man was given LSD for 177 consecutive days. Others were given it for 88 days. And in contrast, uh, the white participants in the study took the LSD in the home of an investigator in a cozy setting designed to not in induce anxiety, unlike the African-American participants. And one of the people, they did this in multiple states and multiple prisons, and also in, men they also took patients from mental hospitals. 
Um, one of the people involved in Kentucky said that they were using black people because they were cheaper than cats to experiment on and there were more of them and they were easier to get. So it's a really awful history. And I think one that is forgotten. And I just want to bring this to your attention. Um, I think, you know, Ms. Holloway writes a lot about the erasure of the African-American community from psychedelic history. And we think of Timothy Leary and other, you know, Ram Dass, other, other white men that were prominent in this movement, but we don't think about Jimi Hendrix as being a, a proponent of psychedelics or Sly and the Family Stone or these other prominent African-Americans that were also experimenting with psychedelics. Um, and even now in the so-called psychedelic Renaissance, the faces are mostly white, like Rick Dobson, um, Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan. A lot of people in the psychedelic community are still white, but there's many prominent artists that are also using psychedelics in the Black community. So I'm just drawing attention to this. I'm not an expert. I'm obviously a white woman talking about this, but I found it so interesting because obviously this is not something that I was aware of either. I had no idea that there was a racial uh, racism component to the MK Ultra experiments, though I'd heard a lot about them. So I think this is a very illuminating thing to look into. And the other thing that I would say to never forget is that psychedelics still have a hierarchy of privilege related to them. You know, I feel comfortable talking about psychedelics openly. I, I, sh I shared recently on my Instagram that I had taken LSD while I was horseback riding in Costa Rica. And I could be comfortable saying those things because I'm in a privileged position. I'm a white woman and not just because of my race, but you know, I'm in the upper class by my own definition. You can define it however you want, but I think many Americans are in an upper class compared to most. And I know that if I got into legal trouble, I could afford a lawyer to mitigate that trouble. And I also believe in civil disobedience. And I follow the work of Dr. Carl Hart, who encourages everyone that is in a position of privilege to be open about their psychedelic use because there's no shame in it. It's beneficial. Studies are showing that it's very beneficial. <laughs> There's really no argument against its benefits as long as it's used safely and with consent and you're not being tortured with it by the government. Uh, which leads me to something else that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And that is just how little trust I have for those in federal authority. And I keep thinking about those ads that I grew up with on TV that said your brain would turn into this on drugs that made marijuana and psychedelics seem like the worst possible thing you could possibly do to yourself that would result in terrible psychosis and dare and the whole war on drugs. And now the government has literally reversed their position to say that marijuana and psychedelics are medicine, the total opposite. And I'm just like, if the lies can be so polar from each other, how on earth are we to believe anything? So I just continually question the ethics that are operating in our world, and I encourage you to do the same. Question the ethics, question the laws, and be civil 
civilly disobedient where and when you see fit. And I'm open about my psychedelics and I'd encourage you if you are in a privileged position to also be open. So that's all. Happy bicycle day. I hope you can enjoy some LSD soon. If it was legal, I would definitely be selling cool bladder art with tabs of LSD on it, but I can't because it's still illegal. So hopefully one day that will change and I look forward to that day. Mm -hmm.